Thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, Farmers, Insurance, Open, Picks, Preview, Bets, One and Dunce. Joining me in studio, as he always does, Jeff Feinberg, coming off a week where you had second place in second place, or second place in third place. Third I don't know place. how Scheffler ended up. He No, he was one back. He did make the eagle, but he, uh, yeah, 24-23. Got caught by the Landry Eclipse. It, oh. Is what it is. Guy played great. I that shot on seventeen. I still didn't think he was going to hit the putt because he didn't hit didn't anything so from six feet in like ninety minutes, and a lot of them had a pressure feeling, or at least a couple of them in a row. But that shot on sixteen nails, and yeah, followed it up. Got that great. Uh, saw yeah, eighteen, but it was DOA by then. Make or miss. Uh, if people out there want to get into a draw for twenty DK dollars, here's what you do: you smash the like button for the episode, leave your DraftKings handle. In the comment section, with football coming to its close at the Super Bowl, let me know. I have a free day per week now. So let me know what you would like, sort of what sort of content you would like me to fill that with. So if you're an audio listener to this show, I mean, this is not the draw for the audio. This is the draw for the video. But you can hit me up either in the comment section on Twitter or at thepatmayoexperience at gmail.com and find out, you know, maybe, Jeff, it'll be something like uh, me, you, and Cuss just talking about whatever. Sure. That could be a show. <laughs> maybe I'll bring back the live golf chats. I don't know. And if people out there want to get into a draw for 100 DK dollars, this is for the audio listeners, mind you. That if you subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience, rate it five stars, DraftKings handle, and something you like about the show in that review, earn a draw for 100 DK bucks. The winner of 100 DK bucks from last week, P. Murph 405, the winners of the 20 DK bucks, MT Arthur 1983, Polar Hell 17, Cleveland Stever 49R, TD Links 1, Horden Jodges, and J. Blake Dyer, all the winners of 20. DraftKings dollars. You know who won a bet this weekend? Lots of people. Cast. We uh, mocked his strategy about uh, taking the... Well, he was going to take the 36... It's funny, because we talked to him both. We gave him good advice. He was talking about picking the 36-hole leader and then dumping all the money on them to win the tournament. But then we had to explain to him that this tournament, the cut actually happens after three rounds. So if he had done his strategy, he would have bet Ricky Fowler at like minus 110. Instead, he bet Andrew Landry at plus 110, parlayed it with the Chiefs' money line and won. I still blame the curse. You should. Well, you had the guys in second and third, and, and Cuss probably won like $8 and cost you a lot of money. And there were a lot of people. Like, the Scheffler answer, like, either having one or both wasn't an uncommon lean throughout the week. They are both incredibly popular, both in the one and done and... Um, other aspects of, of golf, DraftKings, or or betting. I have a question. Why was Scheffler so popular, like 28 to 1? I, know I you got pulled a, the you 33, got, on, 33 on the um, U.S.-Canada um, split site, I guess. I okay. don't know how else to declare what yeah, site no, that no, was. I, I know what site you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just see the guy. Everything you talked about, Sungjae. Scheffler was a, like a poor man in that sense. All those corn fairy guys, they crush like resort courses. It's like their repertoire. I don't know. I, I just answer to, I, felt good. Although, you know, the president, even someone joked us, I said, How did answer go so late in like the draft we did? 
Is that Bruce? It was before the President's Cup, people. It was like this love affair. Like, people liked him, but it wasn't this, like, love affair that's, like, blossoming since. Right? Yeah, yeah. He was every, he did everything well on Sunday. Like, where was this the rest of the days? Oh, I know. It was like my guy TPJ. He took a triple bogey on 18 to close the third round. And like, if he hadn't done that, I'm not going to say that he would have finished, like, the top five or anything. But he would have been so close. And I think everything is just different at that point. Because I think he was even in the final round. A lot of people caught 75 place uh, big each ways on SEP. I, I ended up playing the SEP live. That was, like, the only money I made this week. I didn't have a piece of anything, even though I had a place and show. How was that DraftKings lineup you sent me? That was oh, the one cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy Warbucks, one lineup. It's pretty good. Yeah, they were just looking at it, I was like, this is doing way better than any lineup I built. Yeah, if that thing had, if Answer or Scheffler won, oh, it would have been a big, big swing. Well, swing. You know who else, like, I think putted horribly and I thought played great was um, your call on Knox. He couldn't putt. Yeah, I think he hit every green in regulation. Saw it. Even the six foot, like nothing was going. Even when he was in tight, they weren't dropping for him. But uh, I don't know. We, 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 that place is so beholden to like a super number. And people caught 200, 250. Pick him as our friend Tim. <laughs> Such a savvy better, that guy. Well, the, the funny thing was, is because he said Such he, a savvy, he, he was savvy going, guy. He's going to gloat. He's going to gloat my ear off, too. It would have been so much better if it all crumbled. Wait, all he, well, he, as soon as he put it out into the ether that this tournament was over, he bogeyed three consecutive holes to fall into a tie for the lead. <sighs> but he kind of went against his own rule here because he waited. He didn't wait until all three rounds had concluded before betting on Landry. He just bet Landry because he was currently leading. But then Scheffler tied him. So if he had waited till the end, I'm curious to see if he would have bet on Answer or Scheffler. But then I, I think he gave it all back by betting on Packers money line like three minutes later. So he's one for one for two with his new strategy. So we'll see how that ends up going. Here's some oh, real winners, though. Hold on. Oh, though. go ahead. He's one for two, but in the golf ether, you shouldn't be getting pick em returns. So he's actually like made 10 cents. No, because it was a parlay. So it was like just below two to one. Because the Chiefs' oh, money line was like Landry minus. was plus one. To, oh, okay. I yeah. thought, yeah. Okay. So yeah. we'll give him two Fine. to one for that one. Fine. He's up a unit. He's up a unit. Hey, that is substantial. More than I was it's up more, and I called the horse race. It, it's more than us and it's more than he's ever been up in his entire life. So let's give him this. He can have it. I'm not angry about it, but it sounds like you're kind of angry on it. But I think well, just the Landry Eclipse, man. It's I think like getting well, I think hit he... by a Streelman. Like, oh my God. Well, answer was the Streelman in this situation. Yes. Fine. You're right. Different logic. But I mean, like the win. And we're gonna get this. Landry just seems like a guy. Once it was it on last week's show or two weeks ago, where you're like, do I have to talk about Landry? That was on. I, I bet him and played him in my DraftKings lineup last week at the Sony Open. He was plus fucking seventeen. In well, two you know rounds. what I found out on the radio broadcast, which is so much more optimal than anything else. What I was shoveling, listening to radio. I I got a good. I enjoyed it. Got a good workout going. Enjoyed to golf. it. Enjoyed Mi- it. Minus twenty degree weather, shoveling some snow. Um, that the whole family had the kids in Hawaii. Everyone got sick. Oh, you know how that works. Baby sick, mommy sick, daddy then gets sick. Still, the guy made a cut in eons, but whatever. That the, he- this is where we are. The note that I have from this tournament moving forward is just don't bet anyone who's not 
150 to one or less before the tournament starts and just look at it after like just look at the course rotation see how they did at the stadium course where you have the stats and move on i think it was steve the punter pointed out about landry at the midway point like his stats are off the chart here and he's already played the tough course yeah there were a lot of people who got in on that friday friday made sense he was still on the other he still had i think la quinta or nicholas to play so yeah. it's not like the it's not like the stadium course played like super duper tough that's the one thing, the one trap that people fall into. It's like, oh, they're playing the hard course. They're playing the more difficult of the three courses. It is not a hard course. And it's also, listen, I get every every inch, every every point of a point matters on a percentage to math guy, but it's also like a stroke. Right? Yeah, it, I think it ended up being like a stroke and a half between so it's the just, two. But the big thing is, is at... The stadium course, there's like water and giant hazards. So like when you're Fina uh, yeah, and you, you go water, double. water. You know what they call that hole? Full Fina? No. Learned it on the radio broadcast. Double trouble. Well, it was for old Tony. Yeah, found it. Well. Top five Tony. Couldn't even get a top five out of him here. Could be here for him this week. Yeah, well, I know someone else who is as well. But Help us all. I think that's the difference between that course and the other two. Like it's just as scorable. But there's huge numbers yeah. to be had, and that Good just swings the scoring. Great point. Get ready to enter the ring. DraftKings and Showtime Boxing have partnered to bring you closer to the action than ever before. Introducing the Showtime Boxing Pick'em Game. For every 2019 Showdown Boxing event, you can come out swinging. Each fight card is the opportunity to duke it out for your share of $5,000 and a Showtime Boxing Swag Bag. Head to www.draftkings.com slash showtime to play against this Saturday's main event featuring Danny Swift Garcia versus Ivan El Terrible Redcatch in a 12-round welterweight title eliminator. Uh, So the winners from last week, just viewers of the show, members of fantasynational.com who did really well, Ryan Hayes put in 145, out for 774. In Cincibel, one, the Minimax, the 50-cent Minimax. I don't know how much that is. It's quite a bit, though. Congratulations on that. Charles LaRocco, second straight week in the notes. This week, only in for 600, out for 989. 989. Won a whole bunch last week, so he's upping how much he's playing every single week, building on last week. Jesse Williams, in for a buck 18, out for 907. And Jeffrey, Scott Stewart. There it is, baby! Woo, Scotty! Scotty in for 94 bucks, out for 2K. Everyone's biggest fan. That is amazing. Shout out, Scotty. He's not on the Fantasy National payroll. He's not he does on. have a lifetime membership. He, we gave him a lifetime membership, so he, hey. No, he won it, it's right? Pay- you can give it to him. No, we gave him the lifetime. He won a draw. Then we were just like, yeah. got it for life. Oh, way to go, Scotty, man. He's putting it to good use. Crushing it. Uh, some outright winners here. Josh picked up Landry at 45 to 1 and Sepp at 16 to 1. His top continental Euro hit both. John Berg hit Sepp top 10 and top 20 for 31 and 9 to 1. Mike Cav had 10 bucks on Landry, 200 to 1. And Birdman put $2.50 on Andrew Landry, won himself 500 bucks. Not a bad, like, if you don't have any sort of interest in like losing money betting on golf, or just betting on sports in general, but you would like to do it, golf is the perfect sport for you, I think. Because you can put $2.50 on someone and win a bunch of money. It's not like he's brought home really big events, but Landry could be someone else's, like, Siwoo. 
Well, both of his wins now have come at. I got the. I got that hundred and fifty at Valero, so I can't hate the like. There's no hate here, and I remember he was there at Oakmont as it was Dustin's glory. Like he just hung around on that leaderboard for like two or three days. He was the leader after three rounds, and everyone was just like, "This is not going to happen for poor Andrew Landry. Like he's going to melt in round four. And I think he like did okay. Didn't win. And then he he went out with Lowry, I think, in the final. I, oh yeah, because Lowry had taken it over. That's right. Remember Dustin had that weird stroke penalty oh my- and we didn't know what was going on? What a horrible sequence of 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 like, should I freak out? Should I not freak out? Sharing that on the internet. It was strange. Fox. Was that the first Fox here? No, Chambers was. I wish they'd go back to Chambers. I enjoy just how triggered everyone got by Chambers Bay. And look, that produced a good tournament. It's an amazing turn. For as much as like everyone seemed to hate it, like it was fantastic to watch. I only hated the last 30 seconds. You got your boy Speeth playing this week. Yeah. Your guy and then Dustin. Dustin didn't even stay for the second. He just, buck, or, uh, Dustin, yeah, just didn't even stay for the ceremony. I wouldn't have either. All right, th- yeah, Speeth is back. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would say Speeth is back this week. We haven't seen Can't When's Dustin playing? My strategy of like taking pretty names to look at on paper for our season long draft is not paying out at the moment. There are 37 more events to go. Actually, I think there's more because we do the crossover events too, like the, this, whatever they're called. What are they called? The alternate events? Like the Barracuda and the Corrales. Not that you're going to have many guys in those tournaments, but. I could. Landry, Scheffler both played really well. You know what we got again? We got to feast for the first time this year, a Ricky Saturday. That's two Ricky Saturdays, actually, this year. One at TOC, one this week. I wasn't having no Ricky investment. It was like torn, but I was still wearing my um, orange underwear, my my two unders. What's going on with this guy? That's, I don't know, straight up real life show pony at the, well, his whole career is just a show pony, right? Okay, so you know how we always try to make comparisons, like, is he this guy, is he this guy? Do you know who his... Career, no, stop. Who his career is starting to look like. I'm not going to like this, but it's not good. I don't know. Not even Sergio, because Sergio at least won, right? Just think about it. What does Ricky love? Hugging people? He loves hugging people. He likes being like a nice guy. Everyone likes Ricky. He Phil, all- we're, we're past that. Are we still there? Not Phil. I, Phil has like four majors. No, no way. Phil like 40 wins. But when did Phil win his first major? 32. So... I'm just saying that Phil thing is something when we first started doing the show, I could be like, he could still do that. So he could still do that because Ricky's 30 now, right? Yeah, 30. So he has time to kind of, because Sergio was... 31 soon, maybe. He was sort of like the poor man Sergio before Sergio won at Augusta. So Ricky seems to have two paths he can go down. He can turn into Phil. He'd still definitely do that. Or he becomes the new Matt Kuchar. He's oh, won the players. Yeah. Like, he's going to win okay, events. Yeah, yeah, you're putting this But on. he's just going to have a ton of top tens. Yeah, he's like a... Yeah. Furick. Okay, I thought you were going to give me a name that I was really no, no, going to no, hate like Ricky, so much Clearly, more. Ricky is good. But Kuchar is also good. Like, Kuchar is going to go to the Hall of Fame, I would assume, at some point. He has, what, like 15 wins or something? In the most top tens, clearly. I, at least in my head canon of anyone ever. He comes top ten at every tournament. Okay. But he's just sort of like a cash cow, but not a winner. I don't know. Ricky, I'm only going to defend it on a whole, but Saturday was crushing. Um, the only positive way I could put it is he was there 
And he seemed he didn't go overseas, and he seems committed more to being uh, PGA Tour. I, I don't want to say Peter because he's always been that guy, but I don't know. Maybe there's just a different level of of commitment there, even showing up for this week. Well, that's good. And I think that's gets, good for the farmers though, because usually he's overseas, plays the farmers, plays horribly, and then plays really well in Phoenix the next yes. week. Yes. Now here's the problem. Worst case scenario happened because he goes to phoenix the times he's even like one in phoenix things must have been going so bad before him like we caught a full 20 on him last year at phoenix the I fact did. that there's any sign of life in ricky now means phoenix is going to be like a 12 it almost doesn't matter what happens this week i don't even know who's going actually justin could be in phoenix and the hideki will definitely be there and he'll always get the boost just because yeah. he plays so well there and if webb goes webb always plays there as well and you might get Bubba back. Maybe catch a number on Bubba. Good. Is this a Bubba year? Bubba had an off year last year, so it's a Bubba year this year. Maybe we should bet Bubba Watson this week. Get to that. And also, yeah, Lee Someone Westwood. already chirped me about Bubba this week. Like they think that he's a good play? Well, yeah. I was looking into it like he, he's won here before, so that's always a positive sign whenever you're dealing with this Bubba. This is not... This history. is a big boy place. We have don't have much of a track record of a Landry barnstorm and nothing. No, I, I would not put Bubba into the Landry no. bucket, oh. though, even though he's going to be like 90 to one or whatever. Yeah. No, he, I agree. He, he's a part of the big boy group when he decides to show up. I agree. I'm just saying as we get farther along, like my list, like it gets cut off quickly. Last week, it was fun to do bombs because of where we were last week. I'll just shut up and listen to you because there's nothing. There's very little I could be tempted on because only... Super elites seem to win this tournament. It's hard course. My favorite in the world. As you can see, I'm ready for a tournament in a year and a half from now. How long have you owned that gear for? A long time. I love that place. Sometimes I'll just go there, Pat, and just loiter the property and not even play. Till they say, sir, you must leave now. Like, my wife will go to the mall, she'll drop me off, and I'll just loiter the grounds. And I really regret when I was recently there, I had one available day, I could have played, and I decided to go watch the loser Chargers. <sighs> what a what a fucking nut zero negative EV call that was. <laughs> Plus EV, Lee Westwood. He's one of the few guys I literally like. It's a real smile, not a scent. Doesn't even matter. Love that guy. Does this get him into the British Open? How, I, can, how can it not? I, I, I don't know if every Rolex series event comes along with an entry. Like, Is he, in, is he at Augusta? Probably think, not. That's think, a hard ass. I saw people betting him at Augusta. But I don't know if he's in the field or not. That's a funny bet. The tournament would have to go real sideways. It'd have to be the real tough It'd have to be like the the year that Willett won, I think Westwood was third, or he ended up coming second or whatever. Love, love, oh my God, what a a bloke. The the only reason that I bring it up is that if he is in the British Open, like that is actually a course. Darren Clark won. It would be be magic for Westy to like, yeah, and Clark. Would you give up a Tiger Woods major at the British Open to see Lee Westwood win? No, because I've already bet that pretty good. But, ah, uh, geez. The answer is no. Yeah, I said no out of the gate. But that makes me, like, feel warm inside. I love Lee Westwood. I love Lee Westwood. Next story. Tommy Two Gloves, Tommy Ganey, won on the Corn Ferry Tour a month after getting 
busted in a prostitution ring sting. Was what, he like 300 to 1, too? What a rebound. Yeah, I, that's something we should still be talking about. No, no one can... has really talked about it, I feel. The, it, you, when you turned on Golf Channel, it wasn't like, Tommy Two Glove from hookers to wins. No. How many hookers can Tommy afford now? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of those real, sh- it's those random corn events that are going on like Sunday through Wednesday. I kind of, it's live on Twitter as we speak right now. Like you can watch it. I think Ollie Schneiderjans is playing. Do you know that a website we really like, left their odds up this morning as, like, the second round was really in play. And I bet a couple guys. Have they taken your bets back yet? No, I'm still expecting them to, but now it's like I can enjoy the sweat, but it'll probably get taken back, so I don't even know. It was like that time where we bet Bryson 1,000 to 1 to win the U.S. Open. Oh, yeah. And then they immediately took all that off. Um... I don't even know where we were, but I this is place is magical. This no, place we're not even there yet. I was talking about two hooker Tommy. Oh yeah, fucking right. That's why we have a podcast because they don't talk about this shit anywhere. This is like our this, this should win be a of real the year. story. Win of the year movie. Let's go. Rated R. I, I I don't know. I don't even know what to make of it. Apparently he was like an insane like three hundred to one though. I didn't realize he was that deep. I was just like. But like, I could be wrong on that, but that's what I believe he, I saw. He was on Big Break, right? That was his thing? He was uh, on Big Break like a decade yeah. ago, and then he played on tour. He played, like, well on tour. Where's the two gloves? Do you think he wears the two gloves with the hookers? I doubt it. You know uh, who else wears two gloves when he golfs? <laughs> and a fedora. Tim Andercast. Not sure how he's doing on the hooker front. Oh. Although he has some extra cash now after hitting his Landry Chiefs parlay. Maybe he's going to go down the Tommy Two Gloves route. I don't know. What was the other thing that I had? Oh, Bryson versus Brooks. I have a take on this. You want to hear it? <laughs> Give it to me. I think it's all coordinated between them. I think that they're pals. I everyone's could buy like, that. Everyone's I just buy like, Brooks that. hates Bryson. Bryson's such a dickhead. But, like, whenever you see them together, they always seem to be getting along. And they're not not together a lot. And... They literally did a photo op for the freaking tournament like two days before where they were doing like science garb things. And they probably concocted it then, no pun intended. Like Brooks always talks about how you know, he plays up like the no respect angle because no one ever talks about him. But he seems to be like social media savvy. He picks his spots. This is a oh, good he's spot really to pick. good. He just hits jacks. And it's a big win for him because outside of like me and you, everyone hates Bryson. So he's a good enemy to have because it makes you more popular. Brooks doesn't hit singles. He doesn't hit singles. Do you think that Brooks has a buzzer on the inside of his collar? That's why he hits dingers all the time? At the rate he plays, his like major stats are like Altuve home games. Um, I don't know. That was a shitty joke. You're um, right. Did you know I could that actually... in 2017, Jose Altuve actually had a better OPS on the road than at home. So how dare you, Jeff? I um... I read that from Houston fan 0082. <laughs> no, I could really buy into them being, yeah, them in on this. But Bryson is so funny, too. Doing that, and I, we talked about it on last week's yeah, show. Eric Patterson finds the clip. And then there, no, I think he's watching it in real time. Maybe they're yeah, no, watching and it he after makes the, the clip, and everyone yeah. picked up his clip. It was p- pick up worthy, but you're right. We could all just be fish minnows 
eating it up. I eat it up. I eat it up. Even the way I eat it up. Now I haven't. Uh, maybe like, Eric works like next door, so maybe we can get him over here at some point and talk to him. Like when he's done his deep dive on Bryson Twitch streams. You, However, that when you hear like Bryson. The way that he was talking shit to Brooks on the stream is like how I would talk shit to you, my friend. True. And he's not like going after yeah. other people. So it seems really weird that he would just, it seems like him and Brooks are pals. And he just decided to take a few shots at him because he thinks it's funny. But I feel like, are the questions planted? Because I feel like like people can like type to you while you're playing those things on the Twitch. On the Tim, I'm making fun of Tim and like how older people would say it. Yes, there was a live chat feature today, and I feel like someone asked him the question about Brooks. I feel like that was the genesis. I don't think he just like it came up. No, but if if someone asks you like, what do you make of Scott Stallings being suspended for PEDs before? There's probably like a no comment, or like you don't have to answer every question that comes up. But you see one about your friend Brooks, and you know you can like take a shot at him, and it's a pretty harmless shot. It's about how you have a six pack and he doesn't. Like, <laughs> it's not like Brooks is a bad person. Yeah. I hate him. That, yeah. that wasn't the comment. That's what people want to project yeah. onto it. And I saw Wiley. Wiley was getting mad that he doesn't like this sort of feud between, like, uh. like I love it. Give me more of this. If they want to have, like, a real or fake feud, I'm pro feuds. Pat- yeah, Patrick I, Reed versus everyone. Brooks versus just Bison. the whole like holy. I, I don't know. I like it real, but there's so many parts of. I don't know. There's so many parts like people like you know the feuding, but these guys still you know they walk up the fairways together you know like shit and giggling all the time. It feels like too. Let's go to the farmers. Rory. Can overtake Mr. Kepka. Wouldn't that be? With a win this week as the number one player in the world. Brooks did not play well overseas. His first time back in like months coming off of an injury. A good first round. Didn't have a great next three rounds. Yeah, I don't know. He cashed a check. But Hmm. what are we talking about? Oh, I'm talking uh, about Rory. Brooks is, but Brooks is, didn't he win this where he is this week? No, th- remember last week we were talking about the tournament that people won that correlated to the Masters? That's yeah. this one. Oh. It wasn't the one last week. Yeah, we, but we corrected ourselves. Eventually. When we saw the, but we, we talked about it for like 10 minutes before. Like a minute, ever. a minute. Because I looked at it and it's like Fleetwood won this thing and I never saw his name. And he once again, he's a Sunday charger, that Tommy. He loves that tournament in particular. Yeah. Was he nine under on Sunday? So there's two courses in play this week. You have Torrey Pines North and Torrey Pines South. Torrey Pines South is the one that you're advocating for here with your U.S. Open gear. That's where they play the U.S. Open at the South course. It is the longest course on the PGA Tour, 7,700 yards. Three rounds will be played there. It's Poa Greens. Uh, Both courses in general down in difficulty, like lows for a while. Like This is usually a top 10 course in terms of difficulty. It was only 18th out of 49 last year. Torrey Pines North, the easier of the courses, and it's 450 yards shorter, is usually like 25th of 50 on Torrey. It was 41st? Yeah, 41st of 49 courses. Because they did the renovations to sort of make it uh, comparable. But When one is 450 yards longer, it tends to be a bigger deal than not. So there's a few, like, trends that you can find with this. Like, nine of the past 11, there's a Kenny Kim stat, nine of the past 11 winners have had a previous top 10 at this tournament before. The only two was John Rahm when he won his first appearance. 
few years ago, and Scott Stallings when he won in 2014. The other one was, because I went back and looked at my column from last year, eight winners in a row had started at the south course. Rose started at the north course last year. And no winner has ever shot over par at the north course since 1983. But this sucks because the north course doesn't have shot tracker. So if you're playing like DK Showdown, you're going to only want to take people from the north course. And then you're going to be doing that thing like we were doing this week at the American Express. Be like, shot two from fairway. Like, oh, wonder how this is going to go. That app was overwhelmed this week. I would just really like to know how Molinari actually played. Because I have no idea. Like, did he hit everything to three feet and miss putts every single time? Or was he just horrible? Because I don't know. I couldn't see a shot. The stats don't tell me anything. Just tells me he made, basically had three Jim Furyk rounds of all pars. Which would be helpful information for this week, by the way. Key stats to look at. What do I got here? Ball striking, par fives, driving distance, par fours, 450 to 500 yards. And went back and looked at the strokes gain data. You can only find it from the south course, but there's three rounds there as opposed to one. Basically, everyone who comes inside the top 10 every year gains strokes around the green. Like, you hit so few fairways here, you're going to have to scramble. If you have a shitty short game, you are not winning and not doing well. So watch out, Chess and Hadley. Probably not going to play well. No, but uh, eyes on Chess and for Phoenix. You're back on Chess and for Phoenix? No, I don't know. We'll see. I like. I, I feel like he's a good like desert track guy. I can see historically, that. and that's and just a go. Show that. And that's a go and make birdies course. So that makes a lot of sense. Favorites this week, and this is probably who you're going to want to pick from. Past winners, Jeff. <clears throat> Do you know any of these guys? Justin Rose, Jason Day, John Rahm, Brent Snedeker. That was the fun wind event that finished on the Monday. So I wouldn't really point to 2016 as a year to go like look up stats. Jason Day, Scott Stallings, Tiger Woods. Snedeker and Bubba Watson also have wins in the last decade. Tiger has won this event seven times. He won a U.S. Open here. Rory is the favorite, though. Rory is 6-1. to one. Rahm is 7.5-1. to one. Tiger is 11 Rose is 16, Xander is 16, Hideki 18, Ricky, Gary, 25, Tony Finau, Sung J M, Patrick Reed, 28 to 1. That's your team from below 30 to 1. I mean, I'm human, so I did have a moment this morning where I thought about just emptying the clip on Rory. But it just didn't, I can't, I don't, it's just not my style. I don't want to, you know, do that, but I feel it. I don't know the Feels... last time, like, the favorite favorite has actually won here. Maybe not. And hopefully I'm wrong. I mean, hopefully, hopefully that you... continues because I'm just going to spread my money Well, ar- tell people who you, on Well, tell people who you've already bet on and why that's a problem. I've bet on Finau. And then what did you find out? That he's been cocked and or cocked. Uh, all kind of unfairly, but I, I submit to the rules of the game. Uh, yeah, 30 to 1, V now. I, I'm such a sucker, but I believe in the guy. But let's go lower. My, my first lean was towards Hideki. Now, his finishes are sort of misleading okay. here because he came third last year, remember? Remember he stormed Sunday? Yeah, last year we had like 40, 45s. I went to bed leaning Hideki. I wanted a number. I thought hopefully I could catch Hideki where like Finau is. He had a great Sunday at Tournament of Champion uh, At Sony. Uh, like barely made the cut, had a nice little weekend. I was worried about him 
kind of catching on. Uh, I went to bed thinking I really like uh, Hideki this week. And another guy who's not even in the field, and I'm kind of surprised by that, uh, is Alex Norin. Yeah, where is Norin? This was the event. Why he's showing up at Birdie Fest? This would be exactly where his game, in my opinion, uh, could play. Maybe he was like, I don't want to get paired with JB Holmes. That's not happening for me. What? Is, what is actually? That's the one guy. Where is JB Holmes this week? What, where are his odds? Is he even playing? Oh, that was here, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm angry again. <laughs> oh, that was a oh, JB Holmes. Damn it. JB Holmes is 140 to one this week. Feel like he should almost be an auto bet. What did did he didn't win this last no, year? No, he's lost. He won a, Genesis. He, he stole from JT. He, he didn't did. steal it. He but. did, but like he either misses the cut or loses in a playoff at this event. Because the year that day won, the first year that day won, him, Stallings, Woodland, the four of them all went to a playoff. Okay. Yeah. Last year we caught great numbers on Hideki. Um, I'm not going to lie. Once I decided I couldn't bet Rory, it's just not feasible. I'm not betting, not betting that. Um, Xander always seems to, everything he does spells here. He's a local kid also, but he doesn't seem to get it done here for some reason. Past four Played years at this event, he missed the cut the first three years. Was T25 last year, so the first time he ended up making the cut. I think it's one of those situations where, remember every year in Dallas, Spieth would be the favorite. And like, no matter how well he was playing, he would go to Dallas and come like T45. I think it's just like you have a lot of commitments when you're from that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get tickets for everyone. That seems to weigh more on golfers than almost any other sport. And I could argue Xander's coming in there now as like a bigger. Bigger deal. Bigger deal. Like, he's not, like, all oh, the local news guy spotlighting him. Like, he's kind of... Um, no, last year, he would have won, like, Tournament of Champions. Uh, he would have had a few. Fair wins. enough. So yeah, I take that at back. that same level. I want to say, I could argue Xander should be priced, hold, my, hold your breath, with Tiger Woods. Like, to me, the numbers bear that out, but he really has struggled here, and it's a... Come on, man. It's a horse... Cor- no, I think he should be priced there, potentially. I, I don't even understand why Tiger's priced at 11-1. to 1. If you price Tiger at 2-1, to 1, he would still garner the most money on him this week. Like, Tiger can't be related to anyone else in the field in terms of betting odds, because you're never going to get his true value. Like, is he 11-1 to 1 to win this tournament? No. He could win. So, actually played pretty well here the last two years. Two top 25s, but... Does Tiger legitimately have a better chance of winning this tournament than Xander or Hideki or Rose? Probably not. I, I don't agree. I'm not betting Tiger. Didn't even really think about it once. To well, it's be 11 to 1. Like, I would have, like, I just, I think Rory 6 to 1 or Rom 7.5 is a much better bet than Tiger at 11 to 1. Like, if I was to really price out Tiger, he'd be 20 to 1 or 22 to 1 or something. Like, he's not egregiously overpriced, but you're paying the Tiger tax on him. And that, has, that being said, if he gets if he's in it, <laughs> yeah, watch out. Yeah, he's won here eight. He's won here won this event seven times. Yeah, and won a major here. Like I don't want to price him too close to Gary Woodland because I saw them play head to head in China and start the day with a similar score. Didn't finish that way. Um, Woodland is interesting though, twenty five to one. He's another guy who's there, lost in a playoff here before. There is a site with a thirty three pat. Is there? Yeah, it's available to us. Hmm. Like it. Like it. Last four finishes for Gary Woodland. Seventh, seventh, fifth, third. So he's going in the wrong direction from third to seventh, but four consecutive top tens how, ain't bad. How much do you want to see the draw before you want to bet a dollar? 
I don't. Or before you, you are, I don't know. Are we overreacting? Not reacting? Like, what, what do I care about the draw? I don't know. Sometimes it's not a place where that's important. And it's not the British Open. I'm not making it like that. Are you like talking that. about the weather draw or the course draw? Uh, just the tee times, more so than the weather. I would... What, was the, what do the tee times matter? Or like the split on north-south. Like I said, the, the eight winners in a row played the south course South course first. Rose played the north course last year. When like that became like a stat people quoted, <laughs> he ended up winning. Like It didn't matter. I would prefer my guys play the south first, but if you're not going to play the north well, it doesn't really matter. And you like Hideki more than Xander. I like Hideki those more are the than two Xander. guys under 20 to 1, the only two that I think could actually see my money. Um, yeah. Do the rest of the 20s, I mean, you like Finau, who's played really well at this event. Never won, obviously, because he's Tony Finau. But like Fowler, Woodland, Reed, Im, any of those guys? This course is everything that Ricky Fowler should be able to do well. No, nah, he doesn't bomb it as much as he you would but want. But he's so accurate with the long irons that I'm just going to go on a 30-second Ricky rant for a second. As Ricky gets fun, as Ricky's in his 30s now, I don't want he's got to depend on those long irons and that putter. He gets himself into trouble with that driver. Too much. Uh, that's not the end of the world here. Just because everyone misses so many fairways and he's so good at scrambling that he can get himself out of it if those long irons are on. So I see your point on that. Just I just it, it's weird to look at his performances at this event over the years and realizing that a lot of it has to do with him coming over from the Middle East most of the time to play in this event. He's you know. The he's face, also with San Diego. He, and he's the face of Farmers, California, too. California, so SoCal kids. And ever since, basically, he became the face of Farmers Insurance. He's been terrible at this tournament because I think they have him there on a Monday meeting people for 12 hours, not necessarily on the range. Like, this is an event where he has to go to and oh. kiss some boots. Get, get, get that money, Ricky. I got to say, I respect Phil Mickelson. Great player. But holy fuck, the broadcast and the water carrying they do for that guy – is embarrassing. He leads. Is embarrassing. Leads the, I, I How up. many times? He's the host. He's got, the, I mean, literally the guy couldn't take a shot. Every shot was bad. And every shot we were reminded he's the host and it's not his fault. He's playing bad. Now, I'll say this about Phil. He wakes up in the morning and sees Lee Westwood win. That's a jolt, man. That's a jolt. I believe in that. How old Just is like Lee when Westwood? Tiger was on his deathbed and we're like seeing Davis Love win the Wyndham. To me, that's a jolt. That's got to be a jolt. If that's not a jolt, retire. I don't actually mean that, but you know what I mean. Lee Westman's only 46. Like He's closer to Tiger in age than Phil in age, for one thing. But I love that Westwood pouch. Man, the guy's fucking the man. Per Fantasy National, Phil Mickelson leads the tour in strokes gained irrelevant shots shown on TV. Gonna, that's not ending anytime soon. Let's let's cut to Phil, who's plus nine. Got to show him. I'm looking at it I right wanna, now. Who did I want to look at? You talk about those long irons. Of the guys inside the top ten in pricing, Ricky is actually the only one over the past 50 rounds in strokes gained in proximity from 175 to 200 and 200 plus. I think the week sets... Rory and Tiger are very close. Very close. I think the week sets up well for Ricky. I don't think he could actually take my money, though, which sucks for me to say. 
I'd rather bet Tiger at 11 to one than Ricky at 25. Yeah, I just said, I think the week sets up well. And I think a lot of people could be waiting for him to pop this week. I think he set up his year to sort of have some early success. Uh, and I wouldn't be shocked, but I don't know. At this point, it's uh, show pony life, I feel. So last week, I lost some money on Francesco Molinari. Why did I lose money on Francesco Molinari? Well, I was convinced he was the best player in the field, and we were getting a 40-to-1 number on him. Now, looking at the sheet this week, Jason Day is 40-to-1. He's won this tournament like two of the past five years. Why is he 40-to-1? And should he be a blind bet? I saw a book open with a 25. They I saw a 22 they were, on him. They realized the book, they were mistaken. The book that I have yeah, has I've, it at 40. I've seen, a, I've think, seen it come up everywhere, and yeah, I've see, now seen the 40s, 35 is sort of the main number. I'm not doing it. Why? I think it's sucker's bet, just like Francesco was last. La- I actually like this bet a lot more than I like Francesco last week. I think I'm going to do it. His track record here is sterling. And then I went back and looked. I know he's coming off injury, but when is day not coming off injury, for one thing? But it's not like he comes in hot every single year. Like, this is most of, like, 50% of the time, this is his first tournament of the year. Yeah. So I don't don't think the rust is really going to get to him. There's something about this course, like, he's got the greens figured out. And he drives the ball a mile, and he's not super accurate, but that doesn't seem to matter here. Can I agree. You're making very good points. Again, I like this. You could sell me on. There was not a moment where I was going to bet on Francesco last week. Just his MO of shows up, doesn't even practice, like, let's play some golf. Granted, you're right. We can't really break down how good or bad he was. We can can look at how we did the stadium course. That's it. On to the next. But... I don't know. We got to back this bus up a little bit. Well, you know, we can't, but I just, I, Day seems egregiously priced here is, is my main concern about it. And looking back at what he's done, what do you think his results are at this tournament? He's Past won it twice. Last and year. then he probably bridesmaided or T5 did a handful. So uh, break it down. Fifth, first, miscut, miscut, first, second, ninth. He won two years ago without gaining strokes on approach. Is he healthy? I don't like know. He didn't play the President's Cup. No, like he's coming off of injury. And that's why his number's so low. But who has more experience with coming off of injury than Jason Day? You're right. That's like Tuesday. Yeah. And on Wednesday, we're going to hear like, oh, Jason Day broke his leg. But he, he's still in the tournament. Then he'll win. I don't know. Like, people get this show confused with the DraftKings show all the time. And I feel bad. I mean, I don't. People should know. Like, we're talking about betting on this show. We're not talking about DraftKings. DraftKings show is reserved for DraftKings. People are like, I played all the Molinari. Like you said, I, like, I didn't say I played a ton of Molinari on DraftKings. He was 40 to 1 in the betting market. Yeah. Can I just break it down for you how it's different? Guess what? Guess how much money did you win on Molinari? Zero. How much did I win on answer? Zero. Thanks. Yeah. Both 40 to 1. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I, I, you know, it is what it is. It's yeah. like we're, we're betting outrights here. Or trying to. One of my main draws today is that I'm convinced, like you, like everyone is, that someone really good is going to win this because that is the track record of this tournament. And he's the best guy at the deepest price. Oh, yeah. We could cut off shortly behind him, and I'm not even joking. There are names that, like, I I like these names, but 
So we'll back it up. Morikawa and Scheffler are 30 and 35. Are we going to have the Wolf conversation? I already bet Wolf. He's 75. Is it, <laughs> I know you like that in general, but like based on, on these two guys? They've been playing better than Wolf. So I think Scheffler makes a lot of sense here. But the fact that he has he's 35 and Jason Day is 40, is I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that. I got Woodland at 33. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But I, I said this last week. He was 28 to 1. I was like, that seems really high for this field. I mean, what does he do? He comes in second. He yeah. could have won. Any, any... He has the skill set to win at the scores. Yeah. And I, Morikawa, like, fits this place. Like I mean, he's like Ricky who can win, right? Sort of. He doesn't really drive the ball all that far. Those irons, aren't, aren't those his... His best asset? They are, but I don't know if it's necessarily the long irons. Right. And you're going to be playing a lot of deep shots at this course. And what do we make? And not great around the greens all the time. And realistically, we've, like, what he did at the Sony was somewhat concerning. He was there and then completely vanished. Yeah, right. That was not great. I wasn't invested, so I didn't mind that one bit. Uh, Patrick Reed. Okay. Anything, any love, or the driver could just be too sporadic here. He'll scramble the shit out of this place. I, I no pass for me on Patrick Reed at this event. Like this is a this is a bomber's track. Patrick Reed is not a bomber, and it's not like he's a accuracy maven. No, like if you're gonna be like Kate, remember KJ Choi had made the cut here like 20 straight years. KJ Choi was battling Snedeker in that crazy weather Monday. Yeah, like Snedeker's really the only short hitter. Who's won here? In one year, he did it in a hurricane. Yeah, because he finished the day before. He had posted on the Sunday and just sat back as everyone went out on Monday and lost. I think we might have even had like Jimmy Walker in the lead. We did. We had Jimmy. It was like dead money on Monday morning. He tried to rally. He's two twenty-five to one. Don't think I didn't look for that. I remember Scott Brown that week too was crushing it. He was like two hundred and fifty to one. He was tied for the lead. I believe he shot 87 on Sunday. Oh. I mean, the day we bet, when we bet Jimmy Walker, he was probably like 20 to 1, 25 to 1. But today, Jimmy Walker's 225 to 1. Yeah, Jimmy Walker is one of the favorites at this event. The um, on him. So the rest of the guys, you got like Cam Smith. Who I think, uh, you hate him, but I don't, I don't know. know. He just won, so in my face. Just, I don't think it's a horrible we number. We don't need commentary on every single guy. Can you just let me read the guys? Is that okay? I'm ready. Cam Smith, 40. Snedeker, Leishman, 45. Spieth, 50. Neiman, 50. Palmer, Lonto, 60. Horschel, 66. On, 70. Wolf, 70. Champ, 70. Molinari, he's back. He's 75. So is Grio. So is Keegan. Harris English, Kokrak, Knox, Bubba, Phil, your guy, Bud Colley. Bud Colley showed up. Did you have money on him last week? No, but... He has worse you odds. T five that he has worse odds this week than he did last week. Did he hit it far enough to even contend here? I don't know. I'm gonna say no. 121st in this field in driving distance gained. Okay. Should we be considering Champ? Champ and Wolf, just two guys who crush it. I would rather bet Wolf than Champ. I would too, and that would boil down to me for the around the green play. That's really all it boils down Wolf, to. Wolf can scramble and Wolf can putt. Yeah. Some weeks Champ can putt, but 
but he cannot scramble ever. So Wolf took my money. You know who else took my money coming off an Ander curse? Ben Ann. He's the right skill set. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a poor version of a lot of what you're going to pay for. And, this- and that's why you bet him a lot. But, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I agree with your sentiments on guys like him that betting them in, like, they're, when they're like 20 to 1 is probably the worst times to bet those guys. Because really, if he does putt, doesn't matter what layout it's on, yeah, kind of. He's going to fly gonna well. happen. He's going to be right there. Well, and started the week because he was Tim's one and done. Four under. Four right? under after four holes. I think he finished like minus two for the week. But it's just funny to look at his odds. So he's 70 to 1 this week. He was 20 to 1 last week. Or 25. 25, whatever. He was up in that grouping like he wasn't. Fowler was the favorite at 11 to 1. And he was 25 to one. And now he's 75 to one and Fowler's 25. Like there's, seems like there's something, one of them's overvalued or was overvalued or one of them's undervalued and is now undervalued, like based on those odds. But I like his game for here. Like he, he hits it a ton. He's pretty accurate. He can scramble. He just can't putt. Which is, you know, a thing, but maybe this week he can. I think Cameron Smith isn't a bad Number. I don't, I'm not betting that, but I don't think it's a bad number. Neiman, do anything for you? Yeah, all, all these guys are, I mean, just Neiman's ball striking is off the charts. He's another guy who can't really scramble, though. So I do worry about him at tougher places. Yeah. But if this course plays as easy as it did last year, then maybe we're on to something. Do you know who's going to win? Oh, I don't want to say it. Well, if you know who's going to win, please tell me. I'll no, bet on that person. It's a dumb comment because I was going to say this gentleman is going to win one of the next three weeks. But it's so stupid to say that out loud. And the guy <laughs> never, ever, ever wins. So I shouldn't say it. Who? He's Andercurse this week. It's Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Well, he sucks in Phoenix every year. He should be amazing in Phoenix. No, man, I'm telling you, you put the Mormon guy in the middle of party atmosphere, he's out of his element. (laughs) Let's get the fuck out of there. (coughs) Palmer, I think, is really interesting. I've seen his name. You go. No, no, we're going. Are you okay? No. Something... Finau got me your party joke, maybe. Um, I've seen Palmer's name pop up a, a bit today already. Well, he was in that playoff with Noren <clears throat> and was he in the playoff with Noren and Holmes? He had one mm-hmm. like he had one really big run here. A few he years like ago. exited though. I don't think he made it to the Monday. Does that make sense? Who ended up winning that day? Is that the one day ended up winning? Yes. It wasn't Holmes wasn't in the playoff. He just wasted everyone's oh, yeah, goddamn that's right. time. That's right. That's why we fuck. Where is Norin? So Palmer, it's you should probably what, bet, seventy. What do you get? If you really like, I bet when I bet Ann and I bet Wolf. A lot of that had to do with the T five number. I get attached to the top five when I play the each way. This could be a week that if you want to take these bomb type players, just play the each way on them. Play the each way on them, or just bet them top five, top ten, and don't bet them outright. That makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yeah. But sometimes like you can it's see that we, peace of mind. You might want a little piece. Yeah, that, I that's, always that, need, that's I'd for, always need a bite. I'm with you. But if you're going to play this like reasonably or sensibly, <laughs> oh, which we can't do. If someone could take what I know and apply sensible approach, 
could be better. I would be in such a better place. Not that I'm in a bad place, but I, I, I could be a lot better. I just don't know how. I don't want to know how either, though. Why? I like I like what I do. I How- like the sweats that they bring. Oh, yeah, the, the big money sweats. <laughs> so the top 10 players in par fours, 450 to 500 yards, where all the hard holes kind of come from this week. Rory, Tiger, Rom, one, two, three. DJ Trahan, number four. Justin Rose. Bud Colley, your guy. Billy Ho, coming off a bad week. Snedeker, Joaquin Neiman. Tom Hoagie. Put, it on the, put a blitz on the leaderboard on Sunday last week. And it's like Killa Keith, Morikawa, Ortiz. Boy, Ortiz lost me money on DraftKings. Really? He's He had a hole in one. I know. Other people. Oh, like that yeah. Great lineup. And so everyone in front of me had that Ortiz charm. And Von Taylor could rot too. Von Taylor making the cut was incredibly tilting. I really wanted because he shot like nine under yeah, to make he's the like cut. Popular. I didn't have him. I was like, just miss the cut, Von Taylor. Go Listen, away. I make a lot of mistakes here, but I'll never be touting Von Taylor. Okay, moving on. So long. Is, is there anyone below one hundred to one you still want to talk about? Like, did we gloss over uh, we, well, Snedeker? I think we gave Bubba kind of a respect that I think he's in a different category. I, I will here. consider Bubba at ninety to one. I really will. But that might just be a top. Now, if I'm going to bet Bubba, I'm going to bet him to win. Guy can win. I mean, Noxious isn't long enough. I think so, yeah. Could Grillo make any putts? Oh, no, is the answer to that question. When was the last time he made a putt? This give him gimmies at this point. No, I don't like it. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to the back, you're just buying a profile, right? Yeah. Like Johnny Vegas, like Jimmy Walker, well, like you're. I have a couple guys a like that. There's a profile that you're just pay that you're gonna try to buy as opposed to the, the player. I don't know. So, do we? What do we need to say about Jordan Spieth? Oh. Anything? Let's get that. What's the world ranking? He's top fifty. We're still top fifty. I believe so. Yeah. I had it up. Forty second, maybe. We are as of today forty five. Guess who's forty four? We talked about him. Cam Smith. As long as anybody. Bubba Watson. Nope. Byunhan Ann. Nope. Scotty Scheffler. Nope. Jason Day. Really? Yeah. Weird, right? He's always hurt. I guess. Like, there's just stretches, like, you have to catch him at, like, where the official world golf rankings yeah. go over two years. Exactly. You have to hit him at, like, the right pocket, and, like, all of a sudden he's 13th. Yes. But, but he can lose points so quickly. Him and like, Spieth. Like Spieth. Exactly. But Spieth plays every week. J- Jason Day does not. Are you going to tell me about Matt Naismith? Is that who you want to tell me about? Inventor of basketball? James Naismith? No. Uh, he's I want to talk about Spieth. Do you not want to talk oh. about Spieth? Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's do it. What do you think is a good finish for him this week? Besides win. Like, what's what would... I know you don't like Spieth. No, no. You don't. But if you were if you were to see something to say, hey, he looks like he's turned it around a little bit, what would you need to see from him? Just avoiding big numbers at a really hard course, I'd be satisfied. So like because I, I I think it all as much as like whatever, I think my dislike of him is overblown, but I do find great humor in what has happened, and I do feel like I should get some pats on the back for calling it. That being said, I'm here for fifty to one speeth. I'm not betting it this week because I think it's just not the right setup. But I'll try and find the spot. I'll try and find it. 
I think he can win this year. Uh, but what's a success? He could finish 50th, but if he doesn't like make a double and things like look right, that's a success for me. So what, uh, he's got a different standard, I'm sure. So what we're looking for from Spieth here is one of those weeks where like he gains strokes off the tee, gains strokes in approach, and has like a really bad putting week. That's what we're looking for. And he comes that like, would T37 because gr- we'll keep the number. That and would, you're like, oh, that's encouraging. Yeah, you're you're 100 right that he could miss all the putts. It wouldn't bother me if we see that the approaches are fine. He doesn't have to like he's not scrambling from near the Pacific. I mean, what a course this isn't Pebble Beach. But, but, oh, my, what a course. Well, I just, yeah. Oh, what a place. What a place. Love staring at that place. I'm with those sea lions in La Jolla. You just see on the off, the distance, those beautiful Torrey Pines. A lot of people are going to be there, apparently, too. Rick, Epat. Epat's going? E-Pat. Going from Toronto to San Diego? No, hear me out. It must be a work thing. He's It's, it's a nice visit because I was looking at the DFS Open stuff in West Palm Beach this morning. It was minus 21 when I woke up this morning. Yeah. And it was plus 23. Can't wait. It's was like, I, I wish that was this week. Wish E-Pat, it was today. I, I don't know his Instagram, but follow him on Twitter. He's going out there to like the tailor-made um, like factor. Like everything's out there. Yeah, he's a real he's golf doing like, Yeah. Not, so not I like think, us. Yeah, exactly. But... um. Yeah, he's going like a whole behind the scenes. It must be a feature for for work. So he's like in. Good, good time to get out of Toronto, too. Yeah, great, great time. And to to speak of Rose's win last year, I don't know if you remember this. New clubs. The new clubs, the Homa. uh, But he went, being right here, everyone is there. TaylorMade, Puma, uh, Callaway, you know, the Kingdom. Everyone is there. If you need an adjustment, this isn't like even the Taylor truck. You could go right into the house. And I have, I don't want to call internet friends, I think would be the best way to put it in like all the workshops. Uh, And my DMs are open. And you have all these friends. No one wants to be my friend. Well, you keep your DMs close, so you make it harder to like build relationships. But I really really feel like as someone who once had their DMs opened, all the upside that would come along with having say, my DMs open is not worth the downside of. Oh my yeah, God. I could imagine yours. I've shown like my like I'll literally on the airplane. I'll have my internet connection and my. What are you gonna do? I'd be like, I'm gonna respond to these like 75, because it's like a segment when you have your DMs open. It's like different. Like the people who you mutually follow, like you'd see it once and then you can hit a different page where it's like people who can message you, but you don't necessarily get notified they messaged you. Oh, okay. And, like, they'll be so mad and be like, I'm just going to answer some fan mail right now. I have so many things. I say that's a joke, and some real fun things pop up in there. At least, at least yours sounds fun. No, well, yours would just be like, who should I start? Yes. This guy, or, and it'd be 100 this or that. This or that? To be like, fuck you for not answering me. Yeah. Mine isn't like, like I didn't, yeah. I didn't mean that. Like, that's not, horrible. Yeah, I'm not... I'll never answer that question anyway, ever. But that's like... But it wasn't even that. It's like, your ranking said this and this. Fuck you, I played this guy. I hope you die. You're right. That that was like 80% of them. I agree. Your stuff would probably offset. So everything is there. Everyone gets a tune-up. Anyway, friends, there aren't always right, and I love them. But I even showed it to you. Proprietary Rose information, how off he was last week. He went into, like, the warehouse. Last year. Last year. Like, they're like, oh, he's driving us nuts. Like, nothing is working for this guy. 
ain't Juan Tory Pines four days later. And, like destroyed after it. spazzing at the tailor-made guys. Good thing he freaked out. Well, no, man, it wasn't. I don't know. Listen, he might have gone back into TaylorMade to like work on his homas. I don't know what happened there, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was unconscious last year. So anyway, anyone who needs a tune-up is getting it this week, and if they're not right after their tune-up, their problems they can't blame their problems on needing a tune-up. Is the bottom line. 100 to 1 plus long shots. I got three for you. And most of this is just to play with the top five each way. Ortiz is one of them. Ortiz is 175. He's been playing too well for that. All right. Brendan Steele, one of them? Is not. No, I went I went deeper. Like, if I'm going to go deep, I'm going to go very deep at this and just hope to, like, spike someone like a JB or a Palmer from the years they, like, made the playoffs. And then I can basically just hedge a giant number against it, even though they'll still end up being the underdog. Or maybe they can win. Who knows? So he was one, Carlos Ortiz. Number two was... Grayson Murray. No, it wasn't Grayson Mui. It was... Where is it? Cam Davis at 200 to one. He's played here twice, made the cut both times, and, like, playing well. Oh, dude, the computer pick. Savvy. But he's 200 to one. Wyndham Clark is the other one. You want to talk about, like, playing a profile? Wyndham Clark is the profile. He's third in par five scoring, 16th around the greens, 12th in driving distance, Eighth in putting and 19th in par four scoring 450 to 500. He's not good, but this seems like a, you know, you still like spike here a lot. Trey Mullenix. He's like a good Trey Mullenix. So that's where I'm at with him. Bad on long approaches, though, which is not encouraging. You don't need your 301 Harry Higgs. Hey, I'm not as big on Higgs as everyone else seems to be. Luke List pushing 300. Can't do it. Now, you know how much I would love to play Luke List here. I think he had like a good Friday this week. Well, I mean, you got to scramble here, right? Yeah, he used to be able to scramble quite well. Like, he's around the green game is good. But it has not been good recently. What about a Coke rack? And I'm like jumping up. But how he kind much? of is uh, Coke the, 80? Uh, like that and profile of really good player who can do a lot of the things, but you're going to expect the worst from maybe I'm desensitized to it. But like when I think of Ben Ann and I think about his profile, maybe I'm the one who's diluted in this is that he seems like he could be a world class player, like a top 10 player if everything broke right for him for a year. Like I feel like that's the pedigree that he comes. I from. agree. But did we say that about Luke List for a really long time? That was me or less just joking about Luke List. Like his <laughs> okay. stat. But no, I, I get where you're But a lot from. of the stats lined up that like. But Luke List kind of came at it like Luke List is 33. He comes from. Okay, yes. Like I see where you're going here. Like Ben Ann yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. What has been legit since he was yeah, 16. Yeah. It'd be like if all of a sudden Maverick McNeely was really good. You'd be like, oh, it just took a while. Yeah. Like and- you were supposed to be the best player on earth. You weren't. You had those skills. Anne has always had those skills. But he, what, he won the U.S. Amateur? U.S. Amateur. He's won the BMW yeah, in like, Europe. He's won, yeah, yeah. And he's, what, 24, I want to say? Listen, he's going to be a he's gonna be a popular bet next week. In Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he screwed me there. Twice. Your, yeah. When I was yeah, there, he yeah. screwed me. Ben, ben Anne is 28 now. So... Yeah, he in 2009 he became the youngest ever winner of the U.S. Amateur. Like he comes from pedigree. Coke Rock doesn't come from pedigree. So when the neither fu- does Luke List. Like gotta- they're good players, and I get why you make the comparison. Looking at like Pete and when List was playing well, Tita Green, like he was putting out good results. 
Yeah. I mean, I, crack was playing well to degree. He was putting out good great results. Great results. A lot of sec- yeah, a lot of te- but, but Ben has been just doing this for like four years now. When does the military call his ass? I feel like he's past it. Right? There are weird outs that you can have. I know, but what would he have accomplished? USAM would have accomplished that for him? I don't know, but like there's the Asian games. Oh, yes. They do have their own games, which let them get at. So if you fin- if you medal at the Asian he games. Be- I, I could have easily seen him meddling that Asian games. I doubt the if the Players' Championship didn't get Siwoo out of military service. I doubt the BMW PGA, which they, is which is the chance. players of Europe. There's zero chance. I yeah, I like that. Um, I like Ben Ann more than I like Matt Wolf, to be honest. Well, Wolf is sort of like a Rom play, where if you think that Wolf can be as good as Rom, like because he could find trouble here too, right? Wolf, yeah, yeah, of course, but. The year that Rom won, he was like 45 to 1. We were really gung-ho to bet him in Phoenix the next week. And he won, screwed us at this week. Because remember, Wolf played Phoenix last year. He came like D30 or something like that as an amateur. So I think he can go back there and play pretty well. But I think this course sets up perfectly for him. And if you want to talk about, like, when we look back at, like, the elite winners of this event, yes, Rom won. But when Rom won, he wasn't an elite guy. It just, but look, it was elite pedigree. Yes, but so was Matthew Wolf. It would be like Morikawa or any of those guys. Or Wolf with, or Neiman yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or Anne for yeah, that yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like looking back on it, it makes a lot of sense. At the time, he was like 17th in odds to win. So you wait that, I would think. Does the President's Cup get him? No, that wouldn't be it. No chance. Now I'm really curious. But what age would they have to go at anyway? I don't know. Remember, who was it? Sin Su Chu had to go at like a pretty advanced age. No, didn't he get out of it because of the Asian games? Oh, did he? Yeah. He saved himself with like a silver at an Asian. I, he got him, which isn't even fair because like Asian games, baseball. No, there's so many good countries, but team. But I, he got out of it. He never went. Unless I'm dead wrong. I think he got out. What if your parents medal at the olympics do you then not have to go because both of his parents medaled at the olympics ping pong right yeah. like to see kuchar play ann in ping pong when, i bet I you know. that's a game. i don't know if ann did you know who ann beat in the u.s amateur when he was 17 to win he won seven and five against who give me the year 2009 is o- it a- only plays well on bermuda grass keith mitchell ben martin Keith Mitchell's not that old. We've really gone off the rails here. Yeah, I more, don't more know. Pedi- more pedigree stuff from Ann. He was only the second player to win both the U.S. Amateur and the British so, PGA Championship after Arnold Palmer. I agree with what you're saying, and it's just allowing ourselves to convince ourselves that it's an okay bet because we don't want to go. Because I've already made it, Jeff. Because <laughs> we can't go too far down the board because we agree only really good players win here. But Ben Ann has the pedigree of a really good player not like, you know, we're not giving him Bubba's pedigree, who we're also going to look into. Um, those are the only type of guys allowed. Yeah. You have to think they have really elite pedigree, even if other people don't see it. Agree. Uh, okay. So let me just try to get myself. That's organized. all I really want to talk about from that. I do want to talk about uh, the other one, too. Euro. Yeah. Abu Dhabi this week. for The Omega Masters. 
I just really wish it I confused the shit out of me too. I, not, re- I really yeah. wish I paid more attention to the European tour. I, I feel like I would have this down. But the names just so they're all the same, and Omega Omega does it, and it's all hard to figure. What out. is Omega? Is it the watch company? Okay. Oh, but they have the Rolex series. You think they wouldn't allow the double-edged sponsorship with the high? Well, is this a Rolex series event? I'd have to imagine it is. The Omega Dubai Desert Classic is what they're it's all desert classics, bro. Not last week. It was the American Express. They probably had to change the name. Tommy Fitzpatrick, Louis Stenson, Sergio Bryson, Lowry burned. Victor Perez, Lee Westwood, Jazz. Any of those names do it for you? For a double, at least? Like, honestly, Louis on an each way on your double. Just play him top five. Although, I think he came sixth last week. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Whenever you have the bet in, he will finish one spot worse than that. Like, would you go, like, How Tong's won this before. Would you go, like, How Tong 33? Willett's 40. I like Willett. Willett's won this, obviously. I like Willett. I was looking at it. I'm staring at his 50, to be honest. And he has won this, hasn't he? He has. Vic, Big Vic is 40. Is that a... Are we finally seeing a good Vic number? It's as big as we've seen in a long time. If Vic was in... The farmers, what do you think his odds would be? He would wouldn't be he'd I think be 28, be, 25. Yeah, I, I think you're getting value on his number because he's in Europe. And wasn't he just over there? Wasn't he playing last week too? Yeah, I have no idea how he did. But I just mean I like if I'm gonna bet him, just not flying over and starting today is sort of my point. I don't mind Hovland 45 and Willett at 45 50. Is Kurt Kitayama an auto bet? He's like 70 to 1 every week. Who's the other guys? Where's where's the other guy that everyone always likes? Ernest and Guido. What are those guys at? Guido's 150? And Ernest is 90. I saw Mike Miller tweet today that take good Lynx players here. Lynx guys. How Tong, Willett, Fleetwood. Sergio is one here. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Uh, you say you don't know, but you'll be wagering money on this event. Well, I'll look at it, but I don't I yeah. Okay. Quick picks for the farmers insurance open. I'll I'm, bet will it in Hovland probably, yeah. Whatever. You know, sorry, I, I, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean whatever. I clipped this out so we can have a starting point and an end point. Would you like me to reset? Can you refrain from changing the subject after I've moved on? Quick picks for the Farmers Insurance Open. Hideki is my biggest lean at the top right now, but I'm not going to do it as of yet. I'm going to add one of these guys, I believe, towards the end of the week, and I'll do. I'll wait for the wind draw, wait for the tea draw, the course draw, and try to talk myself into it that way. Before then, I'm going to bet Jason Day at 40-1. to I'm going to bet Matthew Wolf and Ben Ann at 70 to 1 with an each way. And then from the very bottom, mainly for the top five each way part of this, but Carlos Ortiz, Cam Davis, and Wyndham Clark. 175, 200, and 200. Hopefully I can get them in the running and hopefully they can win. You. I have bet Tony Fino, who is Anderkirst, 30 to 1. I have bet Gary Woodland, 
33 to 1. I want to bet one of Hideki or Xander. And then I go to the back. I could tail that and pick, though, too. But that's where I, it will, yeah. One and done picks for us. You won last week with Abraham answer. But as our rules go, Cust always picks first because he just messages us because he doesn't really pay attention to this. So he has picked Tony Fina, who you wanted to pick. So technically, since you had answer, you won and should be your pick. It's your pick over me. Gary Woodland. Woodland? I'll take Hideki. Two of us have now used Hideki. Four events to start the year. That's where you use him. I guess I'll be using him next week. Not a bad spot to use Hideki in Phoenix. But... I like it. Last year, he really played really well here. I w- And I shouldn't... I mean, if I liked the guy, if he was 25 to 1, I'd already have the bet. So, like, am I overthinking it? I think so. I think we do that. Like I like I said with Scheffler last week. Like, I just looked at the number. I was like, that's... Seeing that number next to his name makes no sense to me, so I don't want it. But if he had been 40, I would have bet it. Like, really, what's the difference if I think you have a chance of winning? Just bet the guys who you think are going to win. It's not like he's 4-1. to one. Uh, But, yeah, I'd be really afraid of those two guys at the top. I'd be afraid of Tiger, too. It's just, I think there's... Those, I'm always afraid There's of those two guys, then everyone else. And they've kind of lumped Tiger into this weird world in between those two guys and everyone else. And I think that he's closer to Rose and Xander than he is right now to Rory in Rom. Do you even have a thought on Rose? We don't really talk about him. Sixteen's not a terrible number. Fair number. He played in Singapore last week. Kuchar won. Did Kuchar end up winning? Yeah. Do you know some crazy stat? Kuchar and Westwood, like, for two straight years, won on, have won tournaments on the same day. Oh, yeah, because last year it was uh, Indonesia and Sony for Kuch. And it was both their for first win in, forever, in four yeah. years. And I think they had both won on this like same weekend the last time they had both won as well. That's fucked up. Uh, I don't even know what we said. Rose, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather bet Hideki or Shoffley. I'd, ra- I'd rather bet Rose than Shoffley. But I'd rather bet Hideki than both of them, I think. Because I know that 18 is the soft 18. Because I saw a 20 out there. I'm not seeing anything lower than 16 for Rose. It's a long trip if you played in Indonesia last week. No, Singapore. It's a long trip if you played in Singapore last week. Yeah. I know it's not the same sort of travel that I do, but that's... I told you, I was in Vegas last weekend. Like, I'm still not, like, back to the right time zone. What's Singapore to the West Coast? 12 To the West Coast? Probably... I know, like, Hawaii to LA is, like, six, six hours. Let's see. Five hours. What? Time is it in Singapore right now? It's currently 3.32 a.m. in Singapore, and it's currently 2.32 p.m. here. So it's 13 hours ahead of here, so minus three hours. It's 10 hours of difference. If I had the cheddar to, like, do how they do, wouldn't you just have your flight go when you want to be sleeping? Yes. Like, this is when I'm planning on sleeping for this day, so this is when I'm going to fly, and my... Private plane has a pod, I would assume. You're making that trip. You're Florida to like 
Atlanta flight, you don't need the pod. You might not have the pod plane, but I bet you like this flight, like Justin upgrades. Oh, yeah. Or you just fly Emirates and you have your own shower and you're good to go. You you can fly commercial if you fly long distance Emirates. That's, yeah. Never done it, but I've seen the commercials. I had a friend who- Seems like a condo. He got like weirdly upgraded from Singapore to Toronto on his way back from work. And he's like, the problem is once you fly that way, you're like all other sorts of flying is like the nut low. Like first class, like pfft. it's just, yeah. it's a condo. Yeah, I just said that. I see the commercial. It looks like it's like I've never seen. I don't. I've never seen a plane like that. Do you think they can have like casinos on them? How awesome would that be if there's a casino on an airplane on like a twelve-hour flight? Yeah, they're on cruise ships. Why not airplanes? They're not long enough, man. Like they're not physically long enough, or the flights aren't long enough. I don't know. You just. Sit- I there, guess both the plane, the space. I, I don't like this question. <laughs> Why? Because it doesn't make sense. Well, if you think like the house <clears throat> wins and you're the house and you're the airplane, you can give up like two rows of seats with some high rollers on there, playing some blackjack or some baccarat, <laughs> depending on where you're coming from. It, it's a funny concept, but I, I don't know. But they have condos on the fucking plane. Yeah, now they have like upstairs lounge bars on these like. Yeah, Emirates why can't planes. you have a black chair or some okay, sort that, of table? Okay, up there. sure. Where are those planes going? It's like no Singapore way. to New York. Like, why do you even need that? Probably like Dubai to Singapore. Yeah. Like if you just if only like incredibly wealthy people go on your airline and take like a certain flight. You'd pimp out a flight for them and charge them like 10K to be on it. What do they care? Yeah. Okay. Someday, Jeff, we'll win enough golf bets that we can afford one flight with a condo in first class on Emirates. But I do think that even coming back from something like Singapore, if you were to fly the normal times of when you were going to sleep, that would then just fuck you up for when you're – because you've now gotten into a routine in Singapore because you're playing golf all day. So you play golf at whatever, 7 a.m. their time. You play out, so you're on like a four-day cycle of sleeping and doing whatever at that time. If you then keep up that same sleep t- cycle, when you landed in San Diego, like it's, who knows what time it is. Like you don't want to be up from like 2 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm just saying you could arrange, I don't know. I think you have an ultimate, optimal flight time for getting yourself there on track. Or you want to land there nighttime to go to bed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They pay people to figure that stuff out. See, I'm sure that they don't is the thing. I'm sure there are some people that do, but that would be like a, like I always thought the like golf analytics, like the golf analytics coach is just someone everyone should have on their bag or at least some sort of consulting firm. And I know that some of the golfers do do it, but having like the biorhythms guy of like sleep cycle between travel to make sure that you're going to be at full strength come round one of the tournament, whatever it might be. I think that would be some sort of consulting firm. I guess, but they're independent contractors. They're already giving enough points to enough people. If that was a way to help you earn more cash. Agreed. I'm not disagreeing. Do you have any tips for getting off the plane? Because I always like to go work out after I get off the plane. If I can even go for like a 20-minute run. I am a delicate flower. Get to the hotel, pound. So like, I feel like when you fly, you like, you because everything they give you on the flight is salt, right? The nuts, the pretzels, even the food that they have on it generally speaking, is just full of salt. Like, if you drink some water and go sweat it out, I do find that you feel better once you land. You can go to a sauna. You don't have to go for a run or anything. I have no tips, but I hate... I am a delicate flower. I Like, my day sometimes, like, done just being on a plane for two hours. That's I'm it? Like mush. Game over? 
No, but I agree. Like, if you got, like... It you makes land, you tired. There are people that, like, fly out in the morning. They have a meeting. They got, like, a full day of work. 98% of the times I fly, it's I'm landing, and it's, like, the first minute of my vacation. So it's time to relax. Th- that's true. <laughs> I actually do find that if... Because I do a lot of, like, commuters of I'll fly out at 6 a.m. Yeah. for a meeting at 10 or yeah, something of like that. Which is usually risky Not biz. Not uncommon, though. But it's it's risky biz because your flight gets delayed like a second. Okay, there's absolutely fucked. There's parts of that, but that's flying for commerce like in and out isn't uncommon at all. But I'm with you that normally when I do fly, if I don't, and that's why I like going to the gym afterwards. It gives me something to do once I get off the, I have a purpose yeah. to get off the plane. And if I don't, I just, I'm asleep basically. Yeah. And like I am a right off the rest of the day. So going to a meeting, it's one thing like, oh, I have something to do. Then you feel normal when you get off the plane. But you're like, you're all bloated. It's not great. Oh. So I don't like drinking on planes. And I stand by, if you have a, con- people with connectors should be allowed off the plane first. Agreed. And I fly direct 99% of the time. It's not even to brag, just where I go. Like, they're not that hard to get yeah, you're to. Not, you're not going too far. And I'm not looking to get, yeah, I'm not looking to stop in freaking Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, anyhow, but I do for any time. Like, that's crazy. Someone's got another plane to get. Let them get off the fucking plane. Yeah, they have to get to their next plane. Yeah. Like, I'll be okay here. Can you imagine, like, landing and still needing to get on another plane? That must suck. Let this guy go. Maybe get rid of first class first. Sure. That's what you're paying for. I yeah, get yeah, that's it. part of the price. But by the time they're gone, like, yeah, they're easy. It's like five rows. Yeah. Anyway, I, I believe that. At security, they do seem to let the connector people through faster. I guess, yeah. Someone's trying to find out he got somewhere to be, but... Like when sure. I flew back, there was people connecting. They were coming from wherever to Toronto to somewhere else. They had to clear Canadian customs before they could get their flight. And it was a, a zoo. It took me an hour and a half to get through customs because like all the planes landed at once. But they let these people shuffle through. Like that would suck. Because we experienced that when we flew to Europe. Like when we landed, we had to clear customs to get our connector. And it took fucking forever. We almost missed the flight. Anyway, travel tips. Maybe that could be our new show. I fly in with Jeff. No, <laughs> I'm not a good flyer. No, like I'm not. I just don't like it. But that's like a lot of people. Airplane, airports, hospitals. Like I don't. I I don't mind airports and I don't <laughs> mind flying. I, my biggest thing. Maybe this is. Maybe I need to have a guest on to teach me how to do this. I get so out of my my daily routine, like especially eating wise, when I'm not at home. I'd like to know how to fix that. Like, how do I eat? Eat. No, like, I eat, but I eat just so unhealthy when I'm away from home. I don't know what to do. Like, everywhere you go is bad for you. Yeah, you're eating out every meal. For every meal. five Like, are there tips to just even cut down, like, 50% of that? If you're staying in a hotel. They'll tell you to eat, like, a a cliff bar instead of, like, going for lunch. I don't know what to tell you. I see. I don't know. That's the thing. I I doubt that's the solution because I'm hungrier than that. But I can't make anything because I don't have like a you know, kitchen or yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know. It's enough. Yeah, too many morning free pastries. Yeah, room service anytime. Yeah, I don't know. At the link where we stayed, there was not twenty four hour room service. It blew my mind that a hotel in Vegas would not have twenty four hour room service. Doesn't that seem unheard of? Yeah. Service to the max. It just it. I found it shocking. They did have a twenty four hour restaurant though. 
Jeff Feinberg. Follow him on Twitter at gfeinberg17. My column is up on dkplaybook.com right now. And even though I hadn't tweeted it out, it was up there. I Listen, I'm a creature of habit. I'm like, Pat, your article's not up. Like, it's been up for hours. Well, you didn't tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> therefore, therefore if you don't tweet exist. it does it exist the answer is no uh, you can follow me at the PME Twitter Facebook and Instagram my betting cheat sheet will be up on Facebook on Wednesday my DK cheat sheet will be out sometime Tuesday evening the DK show will be out tomorrow that'll do it the Pat Mayo experience you can get in the draws for the 20 and 100 DK bucks become a member at fantasynational.com today you go win some bucks this week okay I'm Pat Mayo I'll see you next time Experience! Experience!